Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network, this birthday edition for yours truly. Uh, we've got a great show for you. A lot of guests going to be coming through here, so we don't know who's popping through. Y'all know how we do it. Uh, we This is called the most scripted, unscripted show uh, out here, and so uh, we'll let you know uh, who comes through. Uh, but caught on video, a North Carolina police officer is seen punching a black woman um, as they're trying to arrest her. We'll explain why the police chief is trying to get the body cam footage released. The body of the Mississippi man killed by a Jackson police officer whose family was not identified of his death, has been exhumed. You'll hear from his mother on why she believes the system continues to cover up what actually happened to her son. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries will be here to discuss the latest on keeping the government open with Republicans, you know, being as clueless as usual. And speaking of crazy Republicans, why was an Oklahoma senator trying to fight the leader of the Teamsters Union? Wait till we show you this video from Capitol Hill. They have absolutely lost their minds. We still having a little fun with Senator Tim Scott dropping out of the race. Grand opening, grand closing. Uh, so we'll chat about that. Also, uh, in tonight's Marketplace segment, we'll meet the man behind the first ever black-owned golf equipment company uh, to achieve conformance to the rules of golf established by the U.S. Uh, they have some uh, special golf balls, uh, so we'll talk about that. That and lots more. It is time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on. 
Some of y'all take off time on your birthday, but uh, when you own it, you got to still work. So uh, that's what we're doing here. Uh, we're looking forward to a great show. Got some breaking news. The House literally just passed uh, a bill to avoid shutting the government down. We, we'll be joined at the bottom of the hour uh, by uh, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic Minority Leader, uh, talk about what is in it now as it goes on to the United States Senate. So we will get to that uh, a little bit later in the show. But first, a viral video of a black woman being struck and punched by a North Carolina a police officer doing a, an arrest has the Charlotte Mecklenburg North Carolina police chief working to release the officer's body cam footage. Now, folks reached out to me on social media saying this is not getting lots of attention. Apparently, police approached a man and a woman smoking marijuana in public. When the woman reportedly punched an officer in the face, all of a sudden, they begin to take her down, and you begin to see this. This video was shot by bystanders. You see there, uh, and you see, you're going to see them uh, punching her repeatedly as they are trying to handcuff her. Others were screaming, why are you doing that to the woman? Now, the incident report both refused, uh, says both refused arrest at the scene and a struggle with officers began. The man was eventually taken into custody and a 9mm handgun was found in his possession. The woman was lying on her hands, refusing to cooperate, resisting arrest. After several orders to stop resisting, the officer struck the woman seven times with knee strikes and 10 punches to the uh, peroneal nerve in the thigh to try and gain compliance. Now, Police Chief Johnny Jennings issued this statement, quote, I have the opportunity to review this video, and it is not easy to watch. I never want to see an officer, much less one of my own, involved in a situation like this. Our officers are trained to engage and interact with people in managed situations to the best of their abilities based on the training they receive. When individuals physically assault officers and refuse to comply with police and when they resist arrest, officers must physically engage with them to safely take them into custody. Our officers are often placed in difficult situations that require actions that can be difficult uh, to watch. CMP CMPD works tirelessly uh, to keep uh, this community safe. Uh, I, watched, I watched the body cam footage, folks, and this is what he said. I watched the body cam warn camera footage and believe that it tells more of the story than what is circulating on social media. The public deserves to view this footage as well, but based on North Carolina state law, I am not permitted to release the body-worn camera footage without a court order. I have asked for our police attorney to file a petition with the court so we are able to share this video with the public. This process will take time, but CMPD will update as soon as the court allows. All right, folks, I'm joined in the studio by uh, Mustafa Sadiel Ali, uh, former senior advisor for environmental justice with the EPA, uh, a great alpha man. We do... What? <laughs> what? You already complaining? <laughs> What? You already complaining? Oh, that's right. You belong to that little youth group. Uh, yeah, you're in Omega. That's right. Michael Brown, uh, former vice chair. 
<laughs> DNC Finance Committee, and again, he couldn't get into Alpha, so he's complaining. Uh, and of course, Randy Bryant, DEI Disruptor. Uh, glad to have all three in studio. Uh, normally, they're here uh, via Skype. Michael ain't been able to get his Skype together for about six months, so I don't know what. See, you've seen Alpha come by the house. See, we would fix that problem a long time ago. All right, let's get let's talk about this here. So here's the deal. Uh, somebody hit my social media. They said, hey, this thing is not getting a lot of attention uh, and, uh, and some light needs to be sh shown upon it. Uh, and, and here you have this police chief, Charlotte, the Charlotte has had some issues, Michael, in the past. Uh, and this is an example, and I firmly believe this, uh, where if you're police and if you know how social media operates, yeah, it is smart to say, hey, get this out as quickly as possible. Otherwise, we know how stories just grow and grow until you get the video out. And I think it was Memphis, if I'm not mistaken, one of, the, one of those cities that really started to create, I think, the way police, police departments are supposed to do it, which is, as you just articulated, as quickly as possible, let the public see as much as possible, because the second you hide anything or keep it in the shadows or take too long, it starts to cause a little civic unrest. And so it's better to do And bring the community leaders in, make sure the family is comfortable. So I'm glad that Memphis started that, and hopefully people will continue it. But, you know, the problem is going to continue to exist until some of these laws are changed related to qualified immunity. Um, Randy, I'm thinking back to uh, there was a case in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, this was two years ago. Makia Bryant. Uh, she had uh, there was an altercation. She had stabbed someone, uh, and she was about to stab another person when the cop shot her. And, and I remember when that happened. I mean, people were outraged, and Columbus did not waste any time getting that video out there uh, to quell social media. That was a perfect example where the cops said, oh, no, 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 hell no. We are not about to allow this thing to get out of hand. No, y'all need to see the video so you understand what took place. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely the smartest move to do, you know, because we're suspicious. What they need to understand is there's already this mistrust, distrust between bl the black community and cops. And so it's better to get ahead of it, show the videos when possible. And also what it does is that when they don't show videos, when it takes a while, then it alerts us that, wait, something is wrong. But that should be the precedent that the video comes out. Well, the, the difference here, Mustafa, again, Republicans passed this law in the state, uh, and so that's that's a problem. Can't release it uh, because of the court order. Uh, I remember there was another case when we were in Elizabeth City uh, where the uh, same thing happened. They had to go through that process. Uh, but, uh, but you're right. Randy's right. We've seen instances where cops, they are not trying to release the video because they know what it is going to show. Clearly, this police chief is like, no, I, I've seen it. I'm telling you, these people went the wrong. We need to get this thing out as quickly as possible. Yeah, transparency is always the way to go, making sure that you're putting a spotlight on what actually happened. Um, but we also got to make sure that we're addressing the violence that continues to happen inside of communities mm -hmm. and the violence that happens from police officers. So one, make sure that you're getting the information out there. But two, we got to get to the root cause of why we have some of these things happening. Now, I've never been one to believe that there's one thing that is somehow uh, uh, the perfect uh, be-all to end-all. Uh, but I think it was Rialta, California, that may have been the first uh, city that really went to body cam. Uh, there was a group in California, I remember seeing it years ago in 2020, where they were actually following around town, following cops, they were shooting video of, of different stops. And so they moved to that, and, and what they showed is that that was about a 70-plus percent drop not only in excessive force complaints, uh, but also uh, against cops as a result. And so, and they said, hey, body cam footage helped the community 
and the cops. So if somebody said, I got beat, then you're able to see the video. If somebody lied about getting beat, the video will show it. Uh, one of the things that President Biden did in the executive order when they couldn't get the George Floyd Justice Act passed, Michael, was make that a requirement for all federal law enforcement officers. And again, it's not perfect. It is not the be-all to end-all. But I absolutely believe every, anybody, any, you, any jurisdiction where folks are walking around with badges and guns should be wearing a body cam. Absolutely. And it, it all started, it's all been layered. It started with folks with their cell phones. Um, as you used to... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Point out you wanted people to turn their cell phones yeah, the away. landscape <laughs> uh, and not vertical, so that way it fills the whole screen Correct. up. We got the black bars on the side, Correct. absolutely. Correct. And then it went to the body cam, and it's, but still, even with body cams, even with cell phones all over the place, we still see violence related to police officers and people of color. And black and brown people are still under the gun, even because we see some of, the, some of the videos from the body cams when folks are doing things they're not supposed to be doing. So hopefully it's a start, but you're right, it's a, it's a, it's a helpful start. Well, one of the things, uh, Randy, what I appreciate about the body cam, there have been several situations where cops were busted uh, for stealing stuff mm -hmm. and for planting drugs. Uh, and we only know that because of the dash cam video or because of uh, the body cams. Oh, they've been caught in all sorts of ridiculous uh, situations, which I actually appreciate. <laughs> um, but what's interesting to me is that it shows how much their culture affects them because they will oftentimes still conduct themselves poorly even though they know that there's the body cam. I think they forget about it somehow and just carry on with their foolishness. Even the violence that we say, that would hold me back. If I knew I was being watched, right? That would hold me back. I think about when I was raising my kids and you're disciplining them. If I knew that the camera was watching me, you know, they had, used to have Maury and stuff, I think I would have like held myself back. I wouldn't want them to say, boy, if you don't get your, you know, I would have. <laughs> 
you know, monitored myself a bit. I don't think that would have had a damn bit. <laughs> that wouldn't have affected my daddy at all. That, that, that wouldn't affect it. He probably would turn the camera. See, I'm about to whoop his ass. Watch this. See, that, 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 that's what would have happened there. But, but, but I, I, I do believe, I absolutely believe, Mustafa, that uh, every, every uh, law enforcement agency has to wear a body camera. Mm -hmm. Well, James Baldwin said, if I love you, I have to make you conscious of the things you don't see. Mm -hmm. So by making sure that we have those body cams, we're putting a spotlight on what's really going on so that folks can make the best choices for themselves. They can decide if they want to get engaged and advocate uh, for more change to happen. But if we keep it in the shadows, then we're just taking the word of others. All right. Old and, time. Susan, yeah. the next level of technology is that they cannot turn them off. Right. It should not be able to, they can just hit the yeah. switch. Yeah, oh, are. yeah, because in some cases, uh, we've seen it where the, the video is there, but the audio is not there. It has right. to be turned on. And I'm a firm believer. If you're a cop and you do not turn that camera, do not turn that camera audio on, you're automatically fired. I'm, I, I don't care. To me, you wouldn't walk out of that station without your gun yeah. or your taser. Then you should, you should not be walking out there to the public and not having that body camera on. All right, folks, hold on one second. We come back. I want to talk about this case out of Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, that is quite interesting. Black man hit by an off-duty cop. They don't tell the family that he was hit. Mom files a missing persons report finds out months later that he was killed and was buried in a, a pauper's grave where the body has been exhumed, uh, and we'll discuss that next. Also, uh, they passed uh, a funding bill to stop keep the government open in the House. Well, what's in it? Uh, Republicans have been clueless so far. Uh, we're going to talk about it with uh, members of Congress, including Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, who will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Folks, you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Back in a moment. Happy 55th birthday, Roland. We love you, son. Yeah, your dad and I are very proud of you. You know, uh, Grandma Betty always said double nickel. So happy double nickel uh, birthday. This is a milestone. Can't believe that you're 55. And um, we decided to do a little bit something real quick, the last minute, to highlight from, from when you were little. Um, you were always involved in something, you and your siblings. That's why I named you Rolling, because you just keep on rolling. Yeah, yeah, when I was in labor, it was only three, three and a half hours, and you were out, and that was it. So um, we just are very, very honored to be your parents. We're humbled to be your parents. And we just pray that the, the years to come where you will still continue to find favor with God, and we will always be praying for you. We're proud of you, son. Love you. Keep on rolling. As we celebrate Roland Martin's 55th birthday, let's take a moment to show our support for him and the Black Star Network by joining the Bring the Funk fan club. Roland Martin and the Black Star Network have been working tirelessly to provide a platform for diverse voices and to bring quality journalism to the forefront. Black Star Network consistently champions issues that are important to the black community and gives a voice to the voiceless. By contributing to the Bring the Funk fan club, you can bolster our efforts and help ensure that our community remains informed and empowered because no other black-owned media outlet is focused on disseminating news and dismantling misinformation like we are. Celebrate Roland Martin's 55th birthday. Support Roland Martin and the Black Star Network. Happy birthday. 
Happy birthday, big head man. Out of all, out of all my brother-in-laws named Roland, and by far my favorite one. <laughs> Have a very happy birthday, and we wish you many, many more. We love you very much. Love you, girl. Bye. Body of Mississippi man who was a hit by an off-duty cop. Family never notified. The body has been exhumed by the family. Dexter's Wade family hired an independent medical examiner to perform the autopsy. They will also give him a proper funeral. Dexter Wade's remains were released on Monday, but his family said officials failed to honor the agreed-upon time approved by a county attorney for exhuming the body. His mother, Betterstein Wade Robinson, was emotional when she wasn't allowed to see her son's body being lifted from his pauper's grave. I'm so disappointed. I was disappointed from the day this started. I came to y'all for help. I came to y'all for that help that I needed. Y'all cover it up. Y'all did that. Kept telling me no, no, no. We don't know where he is. Then come to find out. In y'all department, somebody did this. Now I ask, can I zoom my child and try to get some peace and try to get a state of mind? Now y'all take that from me. I didn't even see him come out the ground. Y'all didn't give me the time to see him before he took his last breath. I didn't get to see him come from the ground. Okay, cover up. I mean, y'all keep telling me y'all didn't do it on intentionally. This is not intentional to me. But how? If this is y'all child, what would y'all think? Yeah. I mean, how would y'all feel? Everybody have children. So now if I come bury one of your children and I come to you all, oh, y'all give me a slap on the wrist. Oh, it's just... It's just a misunderstanding. It's just bad communication. Is that fine with the system? Is this how the system works? Mm. Is this what I'm living in? And I'm living in Mississippi. And this is what I got to deal with? That I don't even matter. I pay taxes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, I should matter somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. where the cover up gonna stop? Where's where is it gonna stop? Ray Robinson last saw her son when he left home on March 5th. She filed a missing persons report a few days later, and it was in late August when she learned her son had been killed by a Jackson Police Department vehicle as he crossed I-55 the day she last saw him in March. I, I, I can only... First of all, I can't imagine Randy. Uh, and here's the crazy part. They try to suggest that, well, we try to reach out to her. How? She filed a missing persons report. Right. It's not like you didn't have her information. Right. She, she gave them all the information. They found a prescription bottle on him the day he passed away. So if they cared, I mean, if, they, if, if his life mattered, right, mm -hmm. they would have done... I mean, it doesn't take long to find people. You know, like I said, uh, when we talked about this story before, my friends can find information on someone they're going out on a date with in 15 <laughs> minutes. It doesn't take long. So they certainly could have found um, his family's information, particularly because she had filed a missing report. So it shows that his life did not matter. This, 
For this family, Mustafa, it sends the signal that you were protecting one of your own mm -hmm. about trying to cover this up. Exactly. You know, when we first went over this story, it was the first thing that popped into my mind. And then we continue to have these injustices that continue to pile up for this family time after time after time. A mother should never have to bury her child, which is one part. But the other part of it is that you have the opportunity to finally do the right thing. And they continue to not do that. And they continue to just reopen these wounds that this mother has again and again and again. So uh, finally, I hope justice finally happens. But as we've seen, not just throughout the South, but in other locations, it becomes exceedingly difficult uh, for black folks to find justice, whether in life or death. Michael. Lack of compassion, I think it's kind of simple. Is that just like when um, young ladies go missing, black and brown young ladies go missing? Um, it's different when a uh, young white woman goes missing. Uh, the attention that's given, the compassion that's shown, uh, the GoFundMe pages are you know, fully packed. So we have, um, you know, we just still have a lot of work to do. And also, look, this is an example of where uh, this department is going to have to be likely going to have to pay up. Oh, yes. uh, again, more taxpayer money. And, and, and that's the thing for me that, that, that always trips me out. I, when, when you hear these so-called fiscal conservatives, they never say anything about situations like this. Uh, and it's costing folks money. Right. And these are, these are areas like Jackson has, still has a water problem, right? That's where taxpayers' money should be going. But it's going to covering up these mistakes. I mean, it's expensive to exhume a body. It's expensive what they're going to have to end up paying as a settlement, a, a deserved settlement. And there will be a settlement. Uh, there will absolutely be a settlement. So it, it, it's, it's a shame all around. Uh, absolutely. Um, and uh, and uh, Mayor Chokwe Lumumba, uh, he, he came out after this first happened and sort of laid out this whole explanation. But this police department uh, has to, you know, first of all, somebody got to get fired. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to get fired. Uh, there's no way in the world guy comes up missing in March and mama doesn't find out until August her son has been dead for all of those months. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the mayor has to take some responsibility. Uh, you know, and we know the mayor, and he does well on lots of different issues, but, uh, you know, the police chief and others are, are going to have to be called to task for this. There's, so for those of us who spent time in Jackson, Mississippi, we know, as Randy shared, that, you know, you're only one person away from somebody knowing somebody. So for folks to utilize that messaging doesn't make any sense. For the police to not follow through properly and to make sure that there's real transparency in what has gone on, where were the mistakes and how you're going to fix those mistakes has to be a part of the process. And then, of course, somebody needs to go. Uh, absolutely. All right, folks, going to go to break. We come back. Uh, we're going to talk about the House passing a bill uh, to avert a government shutdown. Guess what? Republicans needed Democrats' help to do so. <laughs> Wait till I tell you who got the more votes here, Republicans or Democrats. Uh, it goes to show you how absolutely nonsensical the right is when it comes to this. We're going to talk with Congressman Hakeem Jeffries about this, the Democratic Minority Leader, when we come back right here on Roller Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Happy birthday, Unc, 55. Man, it's a blessing. I remember ever since a kid, you know, the WWE tournaments, it felt like just a tackling and tickling. So that's a, a great memory that I have. But as we've grown up, as young adults, I've seen you lead from the front for the family as well as for the culture. So that's been great. You've been a great um, executioner and great man of action. So that's been a, a great thing to model myself after. Thank you for all that you've done for me and my brothers and sisters uh, in that regard. So just celebrating you today. 
Yeah, happy birthday, Young. Thanks for always showing love when you're always in town, always coming down to PV and seeing what I'm on. Just uh, keep doing what you're doing, keep grinding. We see you putting in the work and we just trying to be like you. Happy birthday. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, inflation is on the rise. Interest rates are high. Can you still thrive during these uncertain times? On the next Get Wealthy, you're going to meet a woman who's done just that, living proof of what you need to do to flourish during these uncertain times. These are times where you take advantage of what's going on. This is how people get rich or richer. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Hood-Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. Faith, just want to wish you a very, very, very happy birthday um, from your favorite and most beautiful and smartest niece. Um, yeah, love you so much. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. All right.
right, folks, the House has done their part when it comes to averting a government shutdown. Basically, all the Democrats and Republicans did was uh, say, Democrats, please save our ass. Uh, <laughs> and so more Democrats voted for this bill than Republicans. Uh, and so joining us right now is a Democratic leader, a House minority uh, leader, uh, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. So I got my alpha brother over here, Mustafa. We got Omega in the House, uh, Michael Brown, Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett. I'm one of her constituents, Congressman Jeffries. She's a, she's a, what you, you a Delta? I'm gonna say don't do it. Okay, you're a Delta. And what you, what you, Randy, you're AK? AKA. All right, so we almost, we almost got the divine nine up in here, Congressman Jeffries. the leader, Alpha. I, I know that. I said here, Capitol. Rolling nose from the crimson and cream to the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know about crimson and cream. I keep getting y'all dressed like Deltas. I keep getting y'all confused. All right, let's get, let's get right to it. First of all, uh, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson, he needed your help for this bill. Yeah, well, first of all, happy birthday, my brother. You are so appreciated. Your advocacy, your brilliance, uh, your articulation of the issues, it's all incredible. And one, I wanted to make sure that this moment didn't pass without being able to let you know how much we all appreciate you and wish you a happy uh, double nickel birthday. Appreciate You're it. absolutely right, Roland. From the beginning of this Congress, we said, look, House uh, Republicans aren't going to be able to govern on their own. It's a, it's a chaotic, dysfunctional, extreme situation going on on the other side of the aisle. And we've made clear from the start uh, of the Congress that we're willing to find common ground with our Republican colleagues whenever and wherever possible, arrive at bipartisan agreements in order to meet the needs of the American people, but at the same time, push back against their extremism whenever necessary. We were able to find common ground today to avoid a government shutdown and make sure we can be there for the American people. This is stopgap. How long is it going to last? So it's going to go to uh, January 19th, there are two bifurcated dates. So there's one uh, date in January 19th, uh, and then the second date in uh, February 2nd. Uh, but that should give us a sufficient amount of time uh, in order to arrive at a full year spending agreement. Basically, you've got President Biden and the administration, Senate Democrats, Senate Republicans, House Democrats, who are already willing and able to do what's necessary to fund the government for the balance of the fiscal year. Uh, but the House Republicans are still out there on an island acting like we're going to allow them to break the agreement that they themselves made with respect to spending numbers in May. We're not going to let them break that agreement. We're not going to allow them to demand these extreme ransom notes. We're never going to pay it. And so it's time for them to just come to the table so we can do what's necessary for the American people. I've been making that point uh, as I've been. I was in Virginia, had about five town halls with folks helping House uh, Virginia Democrats take back the House there. Uh, my frat brother, Don Scott, would become the Speaker of the House in Virginia. And as we were talking to folks out there, uh, and I've been dealing with people all on social media, people have been complaining, saying what Democrats haven't done, what Biden hasn't done. I had to remind folks, if the Republicans had their way, they literally would be cutting out 80% of benefits uh, to women and children. They would, they would be cutting out Pell Grants. So all the folks who say they're looking, looking for help, whether you're college students, uh, student debt relief, things along those lines, these are the folks who absolutely, they want to they take uh, a sledgehammer to all of that. That's absolutely right. In terms of uh, funding the government at this particular point in time, we had to draw a line in the sand and say that we'll work with them on passing a continuing resolution, 
but there will absolutely be no cuts. They wanted to cut Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and support for women, infants, and children, and nutritional assistance, cut Pell Grants, cut support for affordable housing across the board. Uh, and we said, no, not a single cut is acceptable to us. Uh, we held the line. Jasmine Crockett, others held the line. And as a result, uh, we were able to pass a continuing resolution at the current fiscal year spending levels with not a single cut uh, and not a single right-wing policy rider to do things like undermine diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, which are designed just to make sure African Americans and others have a fair shot in America. Uh, you see what the polls are saying uh, when it comes to the re-election chances of President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, there are a lot of people who are frustrated. They say the economy is not doing well. Uh, a lot you see what it, uh, a lot of African Americans. People said, "I might sit the election out." Um, you know, I've been really laying out uh, that I think one of the fundamental problems for Democrats, for me, they are not properly articulating what has been accomplished. Uh, there are things that people are crediting Donald Trump with when he was there that Democrats actually got done. They, people talk about the first step at that doesn't happen uh, without you uh, and the efforts that you and other Democrats did to get it through the House and improve it in the Senate. There, there, is, there are no PPP loans, also stimulus checks that he put his name on without House Democrats. So how, how, what are you saying to the White House? What are you saying to his campaign? What are you saying to other Democrats? How they must message so people understand what y'all have been doing compared to these MAGA Republicans? It's a great point. And now that we're inside of a year, uh, we really have to focus on drawing the contrast as to what we've been able to do for the American people, as you've laid out during the Trump years in terms of what were effectively democratic initiatives uh, that we compelled the administration to sign off on uh, because we were in a divided government context to be able to get things done uh, for our communities and people all across the country. And then in the last two years, when Democrats had complete control of the House and the Senate, led by President Biden, being able to do things like pass the American Rescue Plan, shots in arms, put money in pockets, kids back in school, reopen uh, the economy, be there for black businesses and entrepreneurs. And of course, more needs to be done, but continue to do the work like the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which includes clean water in every single community, no more Flint, Michigan's, no more Jackson, Mississippi's, pass gun safety legislation for the first time in 30 years, make sure we're bringing domestic manufacturing jobs back home to the United States of America through the Chips and Science Act. And then, of course, something of particular importance to our community in the Inflation Reduction Act, driving down the high price of life-saving prescription drugs, giving Medicare the power to negotiate lower drug prices for the first time in its history, and dropping the price of insulin for millions of Americans, many people in our community, from thousands of dollars per year to $35 a month. Those are just the facts of the work that we have been doing, and those are just the highlights. And we have a vision to do more, to continue to put people over politics and to build upon those accomplishments. And Roland, we're not saying that those accomplishments uh, need to be cited in order for us to say to our communities and our folks, reward us, but it is important that people understand what we've done uh, for them to trust us, that we say what we mean and we mean what we say. 
We've done the work. We'll continue to do the work if you give us the opportunity to continue to govern. Yeah, but also if also if Republicans are able to get control of keep the House, take control of the Senate, we're in the White House. A lot of those things will be repealed. Uh, Republicans have already made clear that they want to get rid of the Medicare cap of thirty-five dollars for insulin uh, for folks. That's a lot of black grandmothers and grandfathers and mothers and fathers and aunts and uncles who are now paying the thirty-five dollars. And so one of the things that I articulate to people that to me this ain't about a D or R, a blue or red. It boils down to there are things that how black people have benefited in the last uh, several years because you've had. Democrats in control of the House uh, or the Senate and also the White House, you lose those things. It's a whole bunch of stuff that is going to go away. That's exactly right. Uh, the stakes are high in terms of what's been done and what can be taken away uh, if the extreme MAGA Republicans are able to be put back into power. Uh, and that's basically been their agenda from the beginning. Things like Social Security and Medicare on the table, reproductive freedom on the table. We want to make sure that folks all across the country have the ability to select your representatives, your member of the Senate, to be able to effectively determine who the president of the United States is going to be moving forward. Even things like voting rights, which are basic and fundamental to our democracy, are at risk of being rolled back by the extremists if we let them get back into power. Last question for you, and that is, you're the minority leader, uh, but we look at some legislative changes, what's happening on the state level, picking picking up a seat uh, in Louisiana, it's gonna put a seat in Alabama. You might see pickups in Georgia, uh, as well as uh, in Florida. We see Republicans are trying to do in North Carolina, but if Democrats are successful in New York State, uh, the rally is, you may be in a position where Democrats take control of the House. Uh, like I said, I spent time in Virginia, and one of the things that, that uh, Democratic Minority Leader Don Scott said, he said, we needed to go to places, go into communities, not just rely on strategies, rely on television, and really be sitting in the ground talking to people. I've said consistently that if Democrats have any shot next year, they got to spend the first six months on what I call an education and enlightenment tour, as opposed to saying, hey, vote, vote, vote. It has to be an education piece uh, to really get people to understand why they must turn out uh, in order for you to become Speaker of the House. It's a very good uh, point, Roland, and you've been at the forefront in making sure uh, that all of us are delivering the information in a way that educates and enlightens, as you've put it so eloquently. Uh, and I think that that's a model uh, for us to adopt. I had the opportunity to congratulate Don Scott uh, a few days ago, and uh, it certainly was a big part of the historic effort that took place uh, in the Commonwealth of Virginia last week, something for us to be able to build upon. And there are real opportunities. You mentioned Alabama and Louisiana and Georgia uh, and Florida as possibilities. Some of the districts in New York, uh, including in Long Island, which has a substantial population of color, New York for 40 percent of color, 20 percent African-American. Uh, the fate of the House of Representatives in many ways uh, will turn on whether communities of color are invested in this election. And that's just not showing up in church the Sunday before the election, asking people to vote, uh, but really laying the groundwork and developing an authentic relationship. I look forward to continuing to talk to you about how to best do that as we move forward. Congressman Jeffries, always good to see you, my brother. Thank you so very much. Happy birthday, my brother. Yes, sir. Thanks a bunch. All right.
Uh, folks, uh, in-house, uh, Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, uh, she was going to tiptoe out of here. She came by. She said she had some other stuff. Then she remembered. She said, Dad, gummy, wait a minute. She said, he's a constituent uh, of mine. Yo, I'm still registered in Texas. Uh, and so, uh, so, yeah, I'm a voter. Uh, that's right. And my mama and daddy are voters. They are. And my they sister. Uh, and, and election workers. Uh-huh. Election Well, they workers. retired. They, they, put, they put in their retirement. And so when I went to vote, they were begging. The woman said, she said everybody come here saying, she said, I tried everything. Yes. But, no, mom and daddy said, listen, we, we, we done put oh, our no. time in. Uh, and they were begging them to come back. We are like, nah, nah, we good. But, but here's the deal, though. What Republicans did in Texas drove a lot of people out with the crazy laws they passed, uh, allowing for these MAGA people to be able to look over your shoulder and stuff like that. That's why I wanted to highlight their service, because we know that there's been a push not only in Texas, but throughout the country. And yeah, there are staples. There are people. I know exactly where they be at, right? Like everybody, like, you know, like people have a routine. And even in Texas, we have the opportunity. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app to vote anywhere you want to but people show up looking for certain people so oh well i went to vote the other, uh, last week last tuesday the woman said everybody be coming here asking for your mom and yes. daddy she's like i tell them i tried to get them to come back i tried yeah. uh so uh they like retire retire but Aww. they gonna be doing something yeah they, in fact if i well, well i guess the, the, well, the school district had uh, a proposition uh-huh. uh and my mama she was working on it i was like i said woman you all i said you don't believe in a retirement so she's like she's gonna be doing something 
Went there, had the had the proposition ballot all fill out and everything. Oh. Everything was circle. I was like, okay, all right. I see you put in the homework. Yeah. But let's talk about this drama uh, uh, in Congress. Uh, y'all got that Michael, <laughs> Michael Singleton? Uh, and, I mean, and so I, I've been cracking up at your tweets because all throughout the, the all throughout the nonsense with Kevin McCarthy, you were like, all right, y'all, here another day of nonsense going on. Uh, here's another. And it was always another thing explaining the craziness that was happening. Yeah. So. So, so yeah. Hold on, we gonna be real black. It's gonna be like at the house. Sure, Michael, grab that chair and just pull it up. All right. Just sit right next to Mustafa. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, we we created this living room style. It's like at the house. Just pull a chair and just sit down. Go ahead, Congresswoman. No, I was just gonna say. So when we were going through the speaker drama, I started tweeting about all the behind the scenes drama, and it became a thing where people were looking for my tweets about what was going on. But it gave insight to people about like how reckless these people are. And so they were like, you got to keep this up. And I was like, maybe while we're not actually in session, I got the time. So now they're like, you, you really should keep it up. And I'm like, listen, so once we get back into votes and into committee and to uh, like we have to do a security briefing today about things that are going on overseas. And so I was like, I'm not going to have time. But today at like one o'clock, I was like, I'm going to make time. Right. Because it came out that McCarthy assaulted one of his homies. And then it came out. You missed the McCarthy one? No, I've been a little busy today. Oh, listen. We've been cleaning so, the studio. So, yeah. I've been getting a little busy no, today. No, no, no. So Elbow. McCarthy supposedly elbowed Burchett, <laughs> he said, in his kidney. <laughs> he couldn't just say in his back. In his kidney. And so then, and, and Burchett was doing an interview at the time. And so then he turns around and is like, hey, what's going on? And then McCarthy walks off. So Burchett chases him. And then the interviewer chases with him. So there's the audio of the whole thing. And then he confronts him. And then Kevin McCarthy hides behind his security. So, you know, I was like... You got gotta... white on white crime in the cat. Listen, listen. It's all the time. And so basically I was like, can we stop with the stereotypes and all the things that we say about, you know, people of color and how women are so emotional because all the emotions that were flying around today, definitely it was not coming from the women. It was coming from the men. So then on the Senate side, you had Bernie, you know what I'm saying, using his the power of his finger. Oh, no, no, I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that a little bit later. Shemichael, uh, 95 Republicans yeah. vote, voted against this. Mm -hmm. More Democrats voted, Democrats voted for this building Republicans. And, but not but the conservatives, they real pissed off. They're like, all right, we're going to hold off because they want, they're literally talking about taking out Mike Johnson. But here's the whole deal. This small group of people, mm -hmm. They can't run the joint. They can't. Now, they can stop stuff from happening, but if they want to make themselves look like buffoons uh, a little bit longer, go right ahead. Yeah. I mean, look, remember the speak, the new speaker, and I know Congressman Johnson pr uh, very well, he, he didn't require a change in rules in terms of the motion to vacate. <laughs> and so from my understanding, I've been talking with a bunch of friends on the Republican side, staffers, they're going to give him a shot for the two stop gaps. So January 19th, and I believe the second week of February to see if they February can, second. second, to see if they can figure out a deal between now and then. But you have about a third of the caucus, the conference, that's not very happy at all. They did want cuts. Their constituents wanted cuts. And if you recall, back in September, this was the same thing that McCarthy did that required Democrats to help him pass a CR. Johnson is doing the same thing. And but so I think he's deal, safe for now, third, but I think next year is going to be different. American won't cuts, okay? Uh, I was not, uh, I hated math. Uh, I didn't care about geometry, <laughs> I get it. algebra. I get it. But, but, but last I, I checked, it. you need two. One eight. I, I get two that. One I, seven, get, two I get one that. Eight. But remember, so a third 
ain't a majority. It's not, but, but Roland, remember this. It only takes one Republican to file a motion to vacate. Just no, one. No, no, I understand and so that. we're back in the same debacle we I were I understand that. And here's the deal. And, and again, Congresswoman, and, and while they looking foolish, y'all over here going, see? See? No, I, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure that the people knew that the Democrats, if the government was going to stay open, it was the Democrats. And, and I mean that not just because we supplied basically 100% of our caucus. I didn't look at our votes. But people don't understand that this speaker could not get a rule passed because he couldn't, he couldn't get the rule passed, which meant that it couldn't pass with a simple majority. So you talking about like 218. It, he couldn't even get it passed with a simple majority. The only way that he could do this was on suspension. So it took two-thirds of the members to get it passed. So it was going to have to have Democrats on it. And the only way you were going to get Democrats on it was if it was clean. We're not, we not playing this nonsense about DEI, abortions, LGBTQ. We're not playing with y'all on this. So you can either shut it down, which y'all have historically done, and if you care about fiscal responsibility, we know the last <laughs> time it cost $14 billion when they shut us down. We also know that people have been traveling, regardless of how people are saying the economy is. Mm -hmm. We know that we had a historic and record travel day, 4th of July. So what y'all think gonna happen Thanksgiving? And I know everybody remembers Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. So you shut it down. The reason that the last shutdown dissipated was because of air traffic controllers. They said, we're not going to work. I got news for y'all. We're already down 30% on our air traffic controllers as it is. And we've got airlines saying, listen, DFW, we're about to build a new terminal. Our demand is off the chain. So somebody found some money somewhere because everybody <laughs> wants to be outside. But I'm just saying, we're talking about, if you want to talk about the, heart, the, the harm that is caused with supply chains, because they need those birds in the air. For everybody that just want to be outside or for business folk that are needing to travel, right. like people don't understand. And you talk about them talking about they want the cuts. But yeah. let's be clear. The Republicans right now have not been able to get our farm bill done. We do that once every five years. Yeah. That's where we deal with SNAP benefits. You know who uses more SNAP benefits than anybody? Rural America. Well, that, that's, that's interesting. Oh, no, 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 hold on. So the farm you, bill. You, you, remember, you remember, Cotton, you said rural America. No, white people. Yeah, so the farm bill no, is, I'm, is I'm a go, major... No, no, I'm going to go ahead and say it because... No, I'm going to go ahead and say it because here's the whole deal. No, you, we got to go ahead and say it. No, you ain't got to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. A lot of broke white people, okay? There's a lot of broke white people, okay, who need them damn but, snap benefits. Can, can I say, though, to the $1 trillion farm bill, which is a, which is a big bill... I mean, there are some economic concerns that I think Republicans and Democrats are going to have to figure out in terms of long-term spending, Such as. not just a continuation of government. So the Treasury just had their sale of Treasury notes, I think, yesterday. It did not go very well at all for the first time in decades. And so for people who don't understand that, in order for us to have more debt, you have to sell notes to investors, domestic investors, foreign investors. Most of those folks aren't buying those notes because they're concerned about the fiscal health of the country. So you do got to keep it open. I agree with the Congresswoman in that regard, but you do have to address this spending long term. We have to. We don't have a choice. So, so you, Basic say, economics. You, say, you say it's the fiscal health that, that's the problem. I personally believe it's the destabilization of our government that is causing a problem. And we saw when we ran up on the debt ceiling, mm -hmm. what ended up happening. We ended up being downgraded, yeah. correct? And we actually just had a warning flash at us again that we were looking to be downgraded again as we ran up on the shutdown mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. It is not so much, because 
the deal is we'll raise the debt ceiling, we'll pay our bills, and honestly, as we look at the destabilization of the world's economy, this is still one of the best places to put your oh, money. It is. It is. So, so, with that. but the problem is that people are looking at a lack of stability in this country, right? And it is not on my side of the aisle. I'm gonna just be clear. I ain't trying to be extra partisan. I'm just trying to tell you the facts. No, no, I, right I, now, I agree. we know who it is. Literally, y'all want like like they want to act like they mad all the time, but y'all need us. Well, but you don't want to talk to us. Congresswoman, I agree with you in terms of the perception of political destabilization from an investor's and a business yeah. perspective, and yeah. you're absolutely right in that regard. However, you do have to manage spending. That, that anybody in business well, understands well, that. Well, but I, I, I'm, glad, but I'm glad you brought that point up, because, Michael, here's what was totally confusing to me. I sat there and watched all these Republicans say, all right, in order for us to cut a deal, uh, so uh, when it came to uh, sending the $14 billion to Israel, mm -hmm. we're going to need y'all to cut uh, the money that we allocated for IRS, mm -hmm. and the money for the IRS was to actually go after all these rich folks who've been cheating on their taxes. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how you going to cut... Th that's like me having a media company and say, okay, I'm going to cut all my salespeople. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the folk I need to go out right. to go get ads. And so, and because Republicans have this disdain for the IRS, but we know for a fact, the reality is the people who are cheating on taxes are the, not even the top 1%, the top 0.3% of the country. And so I'm like, you trying to protect them? Mm. Oh, tell me how that was going to say. Mm. I'm trying to figure out why some broke-ass white person in West Virginia, Georgia, <laughs> Tennessee, Alabama <laughs> give a damn about protecting about the IRS. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know. <laughs> what? The show call, hey, the show called Unfiltered. And well, I own it, so I ain't got no... The only boss I got is God, so I'm good. Michael, go ahead. You know, the, it's interesting when they talk about the debt or how much they care about it. So just retract the, the old tax cut for the rich and mm. powerful of the country. Do that. Mm. They talk about the eight, they never talk about the eight trillion they let go by during the previous administration under 45. Mm. They don't, yeah, you know, so when it's time for them to do debt, it's only when there's a Democratic president. Mm. How about worry about debt? We all need to worry about debt because yeah. we know it passes along to our children and grandchildren. But there, the, pro the problem also with the GOP is they have to take orders from the leader of their party. Mm. And when they take, and that's Donald Trump, and that's Donald Trump, and I, so, and he has a particular agenda. Who is as unstable and as crazy Correct. as you get. But the problem is, they listen and they do what he says. So uh, as long as that continues, we're going to be in the same kind of. Situation. And, and we stop. But look, here's the whole deal. I, I absolutely understand, without a doubt, you've got to have a strong defense. Mm -hmm. But when Biden presents a defense budget, and they go, you know what? Let's just add another 40, 50 billion to that. The defense budget is nearing 900 billion on its way to a trillion. Mm -hmm. Now, when Obama was president, they did a, a study was released, and that sucker was uh, hitting real quick. That showed there was 125 billion dollars of waste in the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Now, I love listening to Republicans talk about waste in the SNAP program, <laughs> but I'll never. I, I, I love. When, when waste in the SNAP program is one of the lowest yep. in the federal government, but I am never hear them talk about waste in the Pentagon. Well, they're not going to talk about waste in the Pentagon because you got to understand that those contractors who are receiving those dollars are the same ones that are also supporting the party. And for everybody out there who are watching, understand 
Because when Eisenhower gave his speech on the military-industrial complex, four-star general warning about that, what did they do? There is a defense contractor in every congressional district in the country. That's how they guarantee they keep getting their money. That's right. I'm going to tell you, we actually did have a hearing in oversight specifically on this. And I brought out the fact that defense has failed their audits, I want to say maybe the last six audits. It's somewhere between the last four and six audits. But they are the only space where the money continually goes up. And even in the debt ceiling deal that was made, yeah, we had a they hearing about it. They keep failing the audit? They keep failing the audits. Yeah, they, they, they can't, they can't, they can't account for the money. They yeah, she's right. They can't account for Correct. the money. No, but how the hell you can't account for no, money? They Seriously, they no, really can't. No, literally. literally so, so, so. Congresswoman is that, That's like my daddy. That's no, like, I'm making it up. That's like my daddy giving me $100, and he go, you back for more money? What happened to the hundred dollars? Am I wrong? No, I, 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 no, I spent twenty of it. No. But I can't find the eighty, but give me another couple of hundred. So, so my dad be like, they gonna sit your ass down. You're correct, and that was my attitude because I was like, oh, since we want to do cutting, so here we go. We got a good space to cut, but most people don't. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. I realize, and the way that I describe it, in the debt ceiling deal... The agreement that was made that they're trying to renege on was that we would keep spending levels at 23, spending levels, FY23, right, for FY24, okay? The difference is, let's say we had $10 total that we spent in 23. Let's say $6 went to defense and $4 went to non-defense, all right? We kept the top number of $10 at the same, but then they were like, well, we're going to take defense up to seven, non-defense going down to three. So that means non-defense is still going to suffer right. cuts. So actually, the great part about the fact that we passed this and we keep doing the CRs, everything's kept at the 23 levels. So we were supposed to be done 
on September 30th, but now those cuts to non-defense, we're not feeling them at the moment. So I'm like, we can keep doing these CRs because we're not- Is that discretionary and non-discretionary in terms of maintaining so fiscal that's, 2023 So that's when levels? we're, yes, no, just- I'm just curious. I'm not sure. Okay, but, fair enough, but, fair enough. But I will tell you that we're, we're technically higher on the things that people care about right now because everything is supposed to shift. So if they, even if they follow the agreement, is going to mean more cuts to the things that we care about versus cutting defense. And I'm just like, you're right. Do not try to balance the budget yeah. on the backs That's of right. people that are getting six dollars a day when we know right. that inflation has and, made. And let's be real clear. Eat about, can't nobody you, eat on And that. let's be real clear. If you freeze defense, they still getting eight hundred and forty billion dollars. They are. They are. It, 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 and let's just, I love it. We running out of bullets uh, <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. I, I ain't trying to hear all that bullshit. I mean, bottom line is we know the game that's been played here. And I'm sorry, it should not be like you, like you dogging Jesus and MLK uh, yeah. if you say, no, let's stop spending more money on defense. Yeah. But when we spend more money than the next 10, 12 countries combined, right. that is absolutely insane and ain't nobody in the Pentagon going broke. Okay? You know, Roland, it's, it's really politically, I mean, even the president has talked about this a little bit in the past. It's kind of hard to make that argument considering the international conflicts. You look at China. They're no, it ain't hard. Wait, wait, hear me out. Hear me you out first. Wait, wait, but hear, Roland, hear, hear me out That's first, though. But hear me out wait. first. I, I understand, okay, but I'm no, saying, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, in I'm, terms I'm, of the I'm, articulation I'm, I'm, I'm from give, the White I'm House. I'm give you a home okay. example. Go ahead, go ahead, Again. go ahead. Daddy gave me a hundred. <laughs> I get the example, <laughs> Roland. I spent All right. 20. I lost or I can't find the 80. Right. I say, Daddy, I need another hundred. He's like, well, but to the 100 I gave you. I spent 20, can't find 80. You know what he gonna say? I advise your ass to go look in all them pockets and look under that bed to find the other $80 before you come back to me but for I money. But I just said the and Pentagon, they don't know where, the congresswoman just acknowledged what I, I just did, said. They I don't know where the money's going. you don't know where it is, how about you, if no. your ass can find Osama bin Laden, <laughs> you can find $125 billion. <laughs> I, oh, I'm with you. I asked the same question. I did. So, so much like much of our government, um, our technology is nowhere where it should be. Yeah. So they were saying that the technology that they have, I said, but y'all got enough money. Okay, y'all got enough money to get the upgrades. And hold right? up, hold up. For the people at home, let's also understand, there's also a secret budget. Right. Yeah, the black budget. That yeah. y'all don't even know what's yeah. in it yeah. that just get approved. Well, it, so, correct. But, my, but this was my deal. I said, and I was on them, because I'm like, this is ridiculous, because I'm having a fight for SNAP benefits for my constituents, and y'all over here playing games. Literally, I think one of the audits said they were spending something like $10,000 for toilets or something, and it was something that was supposed to only cost $300, we were, spent, we were paying $10,000, whatever it was. I don't remember if it was toilets or whatever. But long story short, I said, okay. So I understand you on the technology, and I was like, if you were to get rid of all of your technology and upgrade everything, how long would that take? Oh, I'm not sure. Okay, I, I years, need somebody to years. give me some answers. It would, it, it, would, it would take years, but here's the deal. We already years behind, and I would rather you take the time and get on this instead of coming back, getting more money. You and, here, and here's why it's gonna take years, because the defense contract is gonna say, oh, y'all keep wanting this and this. The defense contract is put in overages 
in they propose. They, they do, but we are also behind in terms of certain military technology hey, compared to China. No, hold up, That's hold a up. fact, hey, Roland. Hey, no, no, That's let, a fact. That's not my opinion. First of all, let me explain something to you. Again, Go ahead. On this whole, we behind, we but can't it's true, find, uh, and all this sort of stuff like this here. Again, this is just real basic to anybody out here. I no, no, no. That. It's real basic. Any defense contractor, you bring this shit in late, you're getting hit with a penalty. No. They put the they put the they put the overages in the budget. No, I understand. Well, we know they're gonna road. be late, so we gonna tack <laughs> on by twenty eight percent to the overall number. So I know it's supposed to cost us thirty eight billion, uh, but what the hell? Uh, it's really gonna cost us about forty two billion because y'all gonna be late. Now, where I come from, you deliver some shit late to me, I'm getting a cut. That, that's that's Only fair. Only the government goes, no, nah, we gonna give you a raise. Oh, only in certain situations. Right. So when it comes to uh, these contractors that are in the space that we're talking about, we give them all kinds of leeway. But if you are someone who is a different type of contractor around transportation issues mm -hmm. or environmental issues, mm -hmm. you are held to a different standard. And for the folks who are watching who actually get community grants, if you don't have uh, everything in alignment, and mm. if once they do that audit on you, and if mm. you don't meet the letter of what you were yeah. supposed to accomplish, mm. you can go onto a list and never get another mm. government grant mm. or cooperation. So when no, you say it's hard for the president, no, it's not. President Biden should say to all defense contractors, if you ass late, we ain't paying because okay. right. you late. I, I understand and, and that. Every person not at home is going to go... I, I get, hey, I get I that point. Roland, I get that point. But again, my point is, considering the missile technology that China currently has ahead of us, probably about five years right now, this is really serious stuff. And we yeah, do need to balance the budget. Yeah, those five at $125 we, we, we do, million dollars. We do need to balance the budget. It's not going to happen in one fiscal hey, year. Sh and so in terms Shemite, of cutting Shemite, or freezing the budget, simple. I just don't think Shemite, that's realistic. It's real simple. If you got the $125 billion, mm -hmm. Your ass can go find but they don't. billion. Rolling, that's all easier this, said than hold done. Up, hold up, bro, hold up. All this, we can't find it. We talking about $125 billion. I understand. $125 billion. Don't just... No. I know the amount of money we're talking about. $125 billion. I get the amount of money that ain't, that ain't like I lost a $5 bill. No, I, I, Roland, I get that. But if you ask the Pentagon, which the Pentagon, and I, I saw that hearing that you guys had, they have said that they're trying to modernize to eventually Roland, that just it's, it's easy to say that, but, but we don't know where it's at. So we can keep saying that, but we don't know where it's at. So, I mean, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I worked on Capitol Hill in 2007 and 2008, and these are the exact same things that folks were yes, sharing yes, at that point. time. Yes, that's my point. So, Randy, we just got. Can you name exactly. me a CEO in America? Right. If he went to the board of directors and say, "Y'all, um, we can't find three right. we, we don't know where it went. Uh, Michael, can you name me a campaign in America? If they said, hey, Michael, I know you raised $50 million for the campaign. Bro, we can't find seven of it. We don't even know where it went. What, what's going to happen? Going on vacation for a little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm I saying. Mean, that CEO is gone. But again, I mean, I think the congresswoman's ultimate point. $125 let me, let me speak. I think the congresswoman's point was clear in terms of trying to get the Pentagon to President eventually Biden, balance its budget. But that's Biden, not going to happen overnight. Uh-uh. Follow me here. Okay, President go ahead. Biden has forgiven $127 billion in student debt. Mm -hmm. 
They ass can't find $125 billion. <laughs> Roland, I'm not disagreeing That's with That's literally. I am not, I, I'm not disagreeing with the point. But, no, but for people who are watching this, though, I just don't want this idea that this is just as, as simple as, oh, tomorrow they found the money. It's not. I've worked in the government. I was a presidential appointee. It's not that freaking well, simple. Which is, why, which is why, to the congresswoman's point, the demand should be that one, they have to modernize. It, Correct. It, Roland, the technology behind, man. I'm going to a break, but I can guarantee you, it's some <laughs> black mamas <laughs> and some we black daddies <laughs> who have balanced the, the hell Pentagon, then. out of a checkbook. Send them to the Pentagon. See, I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you, I can march a hundred black mamas and daddies <laughs> into the Pentagon. We'll find the money. And the you know what? I'm going to be like, Everybody getting their ass whooped if we don't find it $125 billion. I'm telling you, holy, tell about, like, damn your modernization. I'm gonna go all the way old school. I, I, it's a bunch, somebody getting their ass whooped until we find $125 billion in a week. I'm in support of that. Billion gonna show I'm up in support of that. In a week. I'm just letting you know. Get them there, Rose. I'm just letting you know. Secretary Lloyd Austin, Michael, your frat brother, my boule brother, <laughs> hey, I'll, hey, I, I will go find a hundred black mom. They can balance a checkbook like you ain't seen nothing. We can have, we can go find $125 billion. I'm just saying. All right, y'all, I gotta go to a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Congressman Jackson Crockett, we appreciate you joining us on the show, breaking down what's happening with the crazies in there. Shamaka, thank you as well. <laughs> You're watching Rolling Rock Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Don't forget to support us in what we do. Join our Bring the Funk fan club. Y'all, ain't no other show like this. You don't, you, it, it, it ain't on CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS. It ain't on MSNBC, you know. Sure, Michael, no damn well. That ain't none of these other shows. He be on all these networks, and they bored as hell. Ain't no color, and ain't none of them got black art. None of them. So they studio don't even look like this here. That's true. So if y'all want to support us in what we do, and y'all think I'm lying, Anthony, put the camera on the uh, other set. Uh, I told y'all we sitting here. It's the birthday. We got guests coming in. So uh, what's your name, baby? Y'all, Cynthia back over there. Uh, Cynthia behind the bar. Uh, I don't even drink, uh, but I pay for all that. So y'all better drink this up. So uh, we have a, <laughs> so we gonna have a party here. Anthony, leave it on Cynthia. What you doing? What are you doing? Turn the camera back. You over here? Think he playing a video game? All right. Send your check and money order. P.O. Box five seven one nine six, Washington D.C. two zero zero three seven zero one nine six. Cash App dollar sign R M unfiltered. PayPal R Martin unfiltered. Venmo is R M unfiltered. Zell rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered. Be sure to download the Black Stud Network app, uh, of course, on all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also watch a 24-hour streaming channel on the various platforms, uh, Amazon News. Go to Amazon Fire, uh, check out Amazon News. Also, tell Alexa to play news with the Black Star Network. You can also catch us on Plex TV, Amazon Freebie, Amazon Prime Video. We'll be right back. Hey there, we just wanted to wish you, my big brother, a very, very happy birthday. Happy um, birthday. November 14th. Um, we're just sending you blessings and good wishes for um, another year and just praying God's best over you. Absolutely. Um, hoping everything goes well for you, and I know that uh, Jack's got big plans for you, so <laughs> happy to hear about that after it's all done and uh, just want you to know we love you and we're proud of you and 
Look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care. We love you. Celebrate well. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, we welcome the Black Star Network's very own Roland Martin, who joins us to talk about his new book, White Fear, how the browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. The book explains so much about what we're going through in this country right now and how, as white people head toward becoming a racial minority, it's going to get, well, let's just say even more interesting. We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more vitriol because as each day passes, it's, it, it is a nail in that coffin. The one and only Roland Martin on the next Black Table, right here on the Black Star Network. I'm Dee Barnes and next on The Frequency, we have Brio, performance artist and author, writer, singer, and composer, Queen Mother, Nana Camille Yarbrough. Please join us for an incredible conversation with knowledge, wisdom, and power of the elders. I'm a perception changer. You're a rearranger. You're a mind evolver. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. And a problem solver, you're a beast, eater, a soul, excreter, a void filler, and a bile spiller. You are a thought warmer, a plan former, a power orchestrator, and a tongue translator. Right here on the Frequency on the Black Star Network. I'm Faraji Muhammad, live from L.A., and this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, 
We're all in this together. So let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's the culture. Weekdays at three, only on the Black Star Network. streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. celebrate Roland Martin's 55th birthday, let's take a moment to show our support for him and the Black Star Network by joining the Bring the Funk fan club. Roland Martin and the Black Star Network have been working tirelessly to provide a platform for diverse voices and to bring quality journalism to the forefront. Black Star Network consistently champions issues that are important to the black community and gives a voice to the voiceless. By contributing to the Bring the Funk fan club, you can bolster our efforts and help ensure that our community remains informed and empowered because no other black-owned media outlet is focused on disseminating news and dismantling misinformation like we are. Celebrate Roland Martin's 55th birthday. Support Roland Martin and the Black Star Network. Muhammad, live from LA, and this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, we're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture. I hope you enjoy your 55th birthday and you have many more to come. Thanks for all that you do. Future on the Black Star Network. Uh, yeah, Shamichael and Michael over there. Uh, they, this ain't last call. Uh, so uh, they over there getting them a drink. 
<laughs> uh, it is my 55th birthday, uh, and so we decided to have folks in studio. And y'all understand this thing. This thing got was this was not planned. I told Carol on Thursday. I was like, oh, you know what? I said let's have some panelists in the studio. Then I went, oh, hey, why don't you invite some other contributors by? Then I was like, oh, you know what the hell? Call call the uh, uh, just sit them down over there. I said call the uh, call the caterer. Then I was like, I I hit uh, Lindsay. I was like, you know what? I need a bartender. Uh, and so we got all that together and then sent people graphics. They were like, uh, uh, well, I needed more advanced. I was like, listen, we don't give you more advanced, okay? Just damn it, bring your ass up. Like, I grew up, we had get-togethers all the time. So I don't know what's up to people in D.C. They got to have, like, a week and two weeks and, you know, all that official bullshit. But anyway, come on, Michael. Come on, sit down with your drink. Uh, you're going down. Ain't no damn Sprite. Y'all know damn well. I know. <laughs> ain't no Sprite Michael's deal. The damn well. He watches your show. This about to be, cl- this about be, ha- this about be hashtag Club Brown Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So y'all, uh, so y'all heard about the little fight uh, uh, between uh, McCarthy and the other dude. But I got to play this one first, y'all. Uh, it, that is, somebody sent me this video. So that was a hearing today in the Senate. And you had a Republican senator from Oklahoma who was not happy with my man who leads the Teamsters, and it almost got a little physical. Roll it. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself, and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me, any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your Sorry. solution every poll? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Actively. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Shem- it. Hold it. If we can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I got my money on the Teamsters, homeboy. I mean, he was like, yeah, stand your ass up. I, look, I loved it. Uh, Avis DeWeaver joins us. Uh, I, 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 I'm like, shit, Bernie should have said, well, go ahead, y'all go ahead and make it do what it do. White on white violence. I just, you know, <laughs> what in the world is going on these days? The but, thuggery, the thuggery. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just the ghetto. I mean, the ghetto. Oh. No, I want to know mean, where their daddy's at. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Yo, you know, every time some black people do something, where their daddy's at? Where their daddy's at, Michael? Well, supposedly the senator's a former MMA fighter. He is. Ooh, He's actually oh, really? really good, too. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, so he might be that would have been interesting. Not against the team That other that's dude a... president of the team He would have pulled out. Don't, don't, don't give a damn about no MMA rules. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I don't, hey. I got my money. Who you got your oh, money no, on, Mustafa? Uh, the, the, uh, the Republican Senate or the Teamsters? The Teamsters. Randy? I don't know, but I would pay to see it. That's what I will say. I would <laughs> it would be good. Top out. It would be good. It would be good. I'm going Teamsters. Yeah, I'm definitely going Teamsters, and they will never find the Republican ever again. If you put it that way, put it that way, I might want to change my vote. That is true. All right, so you heard Congresswoman Crockett talking about Kevin McCarthy and his other Republican getting into a little fight. Y'all roll that. 
Sorry, Kevin. Didn't mean to help. Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Jerk. Has he done that before? No. Huh. Let's I'm not going to talk to him. So they sit there, and the reporter said it right there. What kind of chicken move is that? You're you're pathetic, man. You are so pathetic. What a jerk! You need security. Cap. So Kevin McCarthy then explained uh, what happened. What had happened was um... a reporter was interviewing Burchard or something. I guess her shoulders hit because Bertrand runs up to me after. I didn't know what he was talking about. So, of course, asked me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not kidney punch him. I did not shoot anything like that. You didn't shot him. No. I, we're walking through. You, you're at HC5, right? You guys line up along the way there. It was Bruce Wester and I walking out. He must have been interviewing someone. I didn't know it was him or something. I guess our elbows hit as I walked by. I didn't punch anybody. Did he but, but, no. but, Yeah, well, he, I guess it happened because when I was walking back further, and somebody was interviewing me or talking to me, and he comes running up like, why, why, why did you hit me or something like that? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even know something transpired. But reporters and witnesses said it looked like you, yeah. there's plenty of room for you to walk, and that you intentionally hit him. There is, okay, not a place. Show me a reporter who saw that. Ask, call what Bruce Westerman. Okay, well, ask Bruce Westerman. No, I did not go up. If I hit, if I would hit somebody, they would know I hit he said he knew him. He said he said he said he was in pain that you hit him oh, so hard. Come on now. That's what he said. Okay. That, that's far from. Did you guys get Congressman Kinzinger wrote that you pushed him twice while he was in Congress in the chamber. When have I pushed him? Kinzinger said he was in the back railing once and you elbowed him and pushed you him. You said and then Gates. Kinzinger. Kinzinger. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know about Kinzinger. Congressman Gates, though, is filing or uh, committing, submitting a complaint to the Ethics Committee oh, over this this issue. Do you have any response to Congressman Gates? No, I, I think ethics is a good place for Gates to be. Can I ask so, you I mean, about? Burchett said that you're the kind of guy, this is words, as a kid, would throw a rock and then go hide under his mom's skirt. That was his exact words. Yeah, What's your response to that? Who I am. Is there bad blood between you and Burchett? No. None at all after he voted to oust you? No. What would you just say about the issue of decorum in Congress? I mean, there was a House oversight hearing where a member was called a smurf. You have over in the Senate. When did that happen? Today, Who did that? Yeah, Jim Moscow Moscowitz. You have Senator Mullen, who was like about to fight a Teamster witness. I mean, how? Why do you think things are so tense? Sorry, why do you well, think? I, I think, so I think right members have been. Hi, right, y'all. Uh, I don't drink alcohol, but I got <laughs> some. Some like, what's up with all this white on white crime? What's you know, what's what's wrong with your Republicans? You know, Y'all can't get along? I, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I, I think McCarthy was kind of enjoying that moment. Him and Burchett used to be friends. Burchett was a part of the eight that voted to oust McCarthy, even though McCarthy gave him a whole lot of money to even get elected. So there's a little bit of tension there, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of, you know, kind of funny. I'm like, hashtag team with that ass about to show up. <laughs> What's wrong with these white Republicans, Mustafa? They're ratchet. Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> a little ratchetness. I mean, you know, people they love it. That's what they say. Mustafa people like a little ratchet. They, they've sometimes. completely changed what the House is supposed to be. Yeah, that's true. They refuse to govern. 
They refuse democracy. And because of that, they continue to run around and create these chaotic situations. And they create the chaotic situations because they don't want to actually have to do any work. And that's where the ratchetness comes. Well, at least we're well, not having it. gun duels like we used to about 150 years ago. I mean, that's a little bit. Well, I don't know. You got that crazy-ass Bobert walking around with a damn gun. <laughs> uh, uh, Avis, but this is also what happens when you let people like Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, into leadership. This is the lowest common denominator, not just in Congress, but in our society. And that is a sad state of affairs, that you have people that are vapid like this, that have no moral center, that are just low-class trash, basically, up here in the House, acting a fool. What's happening right now is that we're seeing the people as they really are. Just like we were told, you know, hey, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that's what we're seeing. I mean, keep this up, Rand. It's going to be some trailer parks outside of Capitol Hill a little bit. Well, it seems as if there already is. I mean, it, this is just like showing the lowest level of society. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, I'm tickled by it. Right, but it's embarrassing. I mean, they can never. I mean, these are the people who are supposed to be leading our country, acting worse than middle schoolers mm -hmm. right now. And I'm, but I'm tickled because, you know, I said if Hakeem Jeffries did anything slightly like this, can you imagine the 24-hour coverage? Oh, they lost their damn mind when Jamal yeah. Bowman pulled a damn uh, <laughs> fire alarm. Fire alarm. Fire alarm. Right, right. And these fools, they, they sitting here. They're in there fighting. All right. I mean, threatening. I mean, I mean shit, Michael, these, these two white boys going to be on World Star Hip Hop real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, it's so interesting how um, they hold themselves, like Kevin McCarthy holds himself up as, you know, kind of the upstanding citizen and um, after, even before getting ousted. But now he's, he's still extremely salty. Yeah. Um, and he's going to, I believe every second of what happened. I do think he elbowed, so I don't know if it was in the kidney <laughs> or in the side, <laughs> but whatever it was. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.
Yes, but that's exactly what happened. That's what he did. I mean, I would have elbowed him. I'm not going to lie. McCarthy raised almost $100 million for some of these guys. Nancy Mace and others who, and I remember Nancy Mace had a fundraiser two years ago. I was there. And she was crying about how Trump endorsed another candidate. She's about to lose her job, begging remember, for donations. I remember that. Did, did, McCarthy did she gave like, no, did yes, she New York yes, and yes, she did. did. And McCarthy Trump gave a million dollars. Video. Begging, crying. So, you know, McCarthy's feeling kind of salty. I get it. Right there. I get it. Yeah. But McCarthy should be upset because he continues to get pumped. Yeah. So he created well, he a situation. Well, he elbowed him, so it's <laughs> not for me. Hold up, but hold up, hold up. He created a, a situation <laughs> to make sure that he ended up losing his position, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's taken his lessons and his cues from Donald Trump. Yeah. Because Donald Trump always says, show the video. Oh, you saw a video? Wasn't me. <laughs> no video. You have yeah. audio. He said, well, my hey. voice. So it's the exact same thing. Time but he got, he got ousted mm -hmm. because, like everybody else, Trump leaves everybody out to dry. Yep. Yes. He cares about himself. Yep. He doesn't care about anybody else. It'll continue to happen. It'll happen to Mike Johnson. Look, look, Roland was talking about the elections in Virginia. Democrats did an outstanding job. You have 18 House Republicans in districts that have now flipped uh, to Biden districts. Mm -hmm. You look at the odds, Cook political reports say Democrats are likely going to regain control of the House. Mm -hmm. The Senate, Republicans may regain control, maybe by a seat or two. It won't be a large victory. And though the polls early on show that Trump is doing well, I'm not necessarily convinced once the trials start and people start really engaging with this if those polls are going to persist. And so I think if you look at this from an electoral perspective, on the Republican side, the odds just don't look really good. And so my presumption will be after a major loss, potentially next year, right. Trump not winning, maybe the party will finally say, you know what, it's time to go in a different direction. Nope. Maybe. I don't know. No, nope. ain't happening. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now. All this stuff about you got MAGA and you got Republican Party, it's all the same. They played footsie with them crazy-ass Tea Party people. Then they, allowed, then they let Trump. They despise him personally, but they all love power. And so guess what? You got to go ahead and everybody get tagged with it. I want all their asses to lose. Let me every, see, the question that Roland single is... single one of them, and, any, and I don't give a damn, anybody who considers voting for any MAGA Republican is out of their mind. These people are straight up crazy. And listen, and any, and the moment I hear anybody say, I endorse Donald Trump, I'm writing your ass off. Because that man is pure as evil. I, I want to say quickly, though, to your point of the footsie games or whatever with that type of, of electorate, most of those individuals were disengaged before Trump. Most of them were not registered at all. And so the question becomes for someone like me as a strategist, do those people continue to be active in no, the party as voters folks, after 2024? No, 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 I'm not no, convinced no, of well, that. Don, first of all, okay, there's a difference between people who were disengaged and the individuals who were fully engaged, mm -hmm. but they saw he was a conduit to power. Mm -hmm. Okay? All them fools, the Chris Christians of the world. Look, when I saw the New Yorker article uh, where um, um, James Baker, James, oh, yeah. James, in that article, James Baker said, yeah, I'm bothered by all these things, but if he's a Republican nominee, mm -hmm. he said, I want to stay mm -hmm. in power. Mm -hmm. So for all that bullshit about James Baker being the statesman and all that stuff, no. I fundamentally believe that if you truly care about, if you truly care about your country, then you are willing to say, I cannot stand with somebody who is actually representing my party. But no, they are not patriotic. They don't have principles. They don't have morals. They don't have values. They don't have ethics. This is about power. 
That's just what it boils down yeah, but, to. But, Roland, I guess my point is, when Trump, if Trump doesn't win next year, and he's, I don't think he'll if run Trump third don't time, win next year, what I'll, happens, but my point is, what, if those voters aren't engaged, I don't the give presumption a damn where they that go. the party would have to let, go let a different direction without those voters. Let me be real clear. Let me be real, real clear. When Trump, not if, when Trump loses next year, I don't give a damn what y'all do. I'm going to be throwing the biggest ass part. Oh, this joint going to be packed. <laughs> we going to be sitting here. Matter of fact, I had, I put that CeeLo Green song on. Uh, Which one? Uh, F you. Uh, I put that one on. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn what happens to the party. Because when you choose to align with that, that, that type of evil of a person, you get everything that comes to you. This, to my, and Michael said it earlier, mm -hmm. that man don't care about nobody. There is no bottom. I'm tired of all, and see, part of the problem right now with all these polls, and we can talk about it right now, mm -hmm. is that mainstream media mm -hmm. keeps playing game. And I'm telling you right now, I am utterly convinced that all these mainstream media executives, they want him back in there. I agree. They like the yeah, chaos. I, I mean, they, they remember, want those was it ratings. Less, who, who said that Trump was, it was good less, for It was less Moonves. Yeah. He said Trump may be Trump bad for America, but he's great business. for CBS. Yeah. And so that's why they won't call all this stuff out. The vermin, all the crazy stuff. He's saying he's going to open concentration camps. Yep. If you Palestinian, you're getting thrown out of the country. Muslim ban coming back first day. All that crazy stuff. Oh, I'm going to lock up all uh, all migrants. He's going on and on. Mm -hmm. Look, that man is 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 a sick individual, and they are perfectly fine with him, Mustafa. They are, and they support it. And all you got to do is also look at this Project 2025. Yeah. It tells you mm -hmm. everything you yep. need to know about what they plan to do, how they plan to do it. So when folks talk to me about Republicans and that there are still those that are compassionate and care about what's going on, then why aren't you speaking out against these types of things that literally will destroy this country? And if you're not willing to stand up and do that, then you are co-signing with the behavior and the sets of actions that people are trying to put in. Avis, the go, Michael. And you can count on one hand who those are. Yeah. Mitt Romney, Judge Lewick, yep. um, Liz Cheney, and then I guess I guess King and There were a couple counts, senators who are no longer there yeah. anymore yeah. because Trump contested them. No, they punks. You talking about? They would have lost. No, they, no, no. They would have lost. No, they punks. You talking about Jeff Flake? Out of, uh, the, Arizona. out of Arizona, got Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, not, was it Corker? Cor uh, yeah, Corker, Bob yeah, Corker. Yeah, Bob Corker, see, that's it. See, here's, the, here's, here's why they punks, okay? Because they were afraid to run. Mm -hmm. They were afraid to run. See, my whole deal is, I say, no, no, run. And if you lose, you lose. But you call out that evil on the other side. Mm -hmm. Now, they didn't want to do that. So every yeah, time, Cheney ran. Every, and, every time that punk, right, she ran. Yeah, she, did. she knew she was going to lose, but she ran. But, she ran but anyway. every time that punk, Jeff Flake, would be out, people talk about it. Oh, my God, Jeff Flake gave this great speech. I don't give a damn about whatever speech he gave, because he was a punk. Mm -hmm. They were afraid to tell that man to his face that he was wrong and evil, because they're afraid to lose. And the reality, Randy, all these cats, privately, they all, they all Lizzie Graham privately trashes Trump. Absolutely. Rudy Giuliani probably was trash. They all trash. They know he's. They know he's an idiot. They know he can't read. They know even more than we know. They see. His oh, absolutely. But conduit to power. And you had Bill Barr on Fox News and CNN laying out all <laughs> of the wrong stuff, and then was asked if his ass is a nominee. He said, "I'd like you to still vote for him." I'm like, "And you the damn problem." <laughs> I'm like, "That's the problem." Mm -hmm. they, they care about power. 
And what I'm trying to warn all these black people who are sitting there saying, man, I'm turned out, I'm not going to vote, or I'm going to think about Trump, there is not a damn thing that black people care about that these folks are going to support. And that Project 2025, I'm going to dedicate a whole show to that. Because, mm-hmm. A, was what these people are planning, they have already made it clear. Mm-hmm. If you do not adhere to the MAGA doctrine, they, go, they, are, they are planning to fire thousands upon thousands of federal workers, and they're going to go after every black person they find. because mm-hmm. they go, and, and they're already saying it. They, they are talking about they're they're using already. AI to determine if that person uh, believes in MAGA doctrine. Well, what they're doing is this is no longer democracy. And let's just stop even pretending that these people even care about a democracy. They do not want a democracy. They want a dictatorship. They want autocracy. They want minority rule because they know the direction of this country in terms of the demographics. And so they are no longer invested in this experiment that we call America. If we really, as black people, want to be able to have some semblance of power, we need to understand who is for us and who is against us. Look no further than what's happening with the Supreme Court and the destruction of rights. Do you think it's going to stop there? There are so many examples of what's at stake in this election. Please do not be fooled by the okie doke because that's exactly what would be going on. They stop and ran, and they ran, they stop in every black district. They fight Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida. They fighting all of them. And and we're talking in code right now. When we say power, we're talking about upholding white supremacy. Yeah, let's just be. Well, uh, what I'm saying, some people may just hear power. They're they're talking about upholding white supremacy. Mm -hmm. They don't want things to change, as you're saying. Like as the demographics are changing, as they no 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 no. They do they do want things to change. They wanted to to revert back. Oh, they are they are angry. Which my whole book, White Fears, about it. Their whole deal is they they see what's going on. They are, they, look, they know the numbers. The reality is they know that if you stay on your present course, right. in 25 years, America is going to look like the America it was supposed to look like. Ex- but when and I they say whole that deal change, is like, no, nah, we can't have that. But when I say they don't want it to change, it, it, who still holds the power for the most part right Them? Now? Right, right. And so that's what they don't want to change. And the way the numbers are going, that will change if they don't cheat like right. they are. They won't, don't do the redistricting and things like that. And so th- that's what it's all about. And so I don't know why anybody black could think that that includes them. It, it, it is befuddling to me. Well, I've been saying about young white voters as well. Again, here's my whole deal, okay, where I come from. It's like, like in sports. Fine, if you win, you win, yeah. okay? But not if you cheat uh, right. and go, I won. No, your ass didn't win. You cheated. And the bottom line is what they're trying to do when it comes to voting, when it, voting rights, when it comes to removing uh, voting locations from college campuses mm-hmm. uh, off the campuses because they don't like it. I mean, e- look, my alma mater, Texas A&M, right wing, okay? They have, they removed, Brazos County removed the early voting location off of the campus of Texas A&M. We're talking about a university with 70,000 damn people. Right. 70,000 damn people. Okay. Hell, Texas A&M is bigger than two damn cities, Bryan College Station. But their whole deal is, yeah, it's too many of y'all voting. We don't particularly like how y'all voting. That's, that's what they're doing. And they said it, Shermichael. They, I mean, the, the guys in Pennsylvania, the, 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 now the C-Speaker speaker House in Georgia, they said, if we allow access to the ballot, mm-hmm. we lose. Because they, mean, can't, they can't win on issues. The electoral policy is all about addition and not subtraction. And, and I mean, I've always said this. Democrats have always had an advantage numerically 
uh, compared to Republicans. The only issue that Democrats have had is that they haven't been able to consistently until lately turn out all of those numbers. If they can turn out those numbers, I mean, Republicans have a very, very difficult time winning. I mean, the math is what the math but, is. But, 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 also, but I will it, say it, to it, that... winning because where they stand on the issues... The majority of Americans don't yeah, but, stand but, with them. But, but I will say to, to, to that, I mean, I think you have black voters in one segment. I think we look at the Latino community, which is now the largest minority group in the country. Republicans, for the most part, have, have done pretty well with them. You're talking 35, 38 percent of that particular group's vote. Uh, you look at where Asian Americans are starting to trend. Uh, numerically. That is something that, I, that I'm watching as a strategist. I'm looking at where those trends are going. And so I think black voters are unique. But that's understandable. It's other minority groups that I think people should not get their eyes off of because those groups don't view politics through the same lens as African Americans. Yeah, I because argue. that could, because those groups ain't had to do with black people to deal with. That Asian people and Latinos have not had to deal with America the way black people have had to deal with America. Period. Now they have benefited off of the work of black people. Mm -hmm. They have taken advantage of the work of black people. So of course it's not going to be the same. But the fundamental problem with black voters is the fact that those who don't vote. Again, yeah, when yeah. you start looking at numbers, 32, 35, 38 percent, we said that when Don Scott was here, it was 32 percent black, 32 percent turnout in Petersburg, Virginia. Sister one lost by 173 votes. If black people, come on in here, Congressman Andre. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Carson, we talking your language. Uh, it's just like being black at home. You walk into the, you walk into the house, just pull a chair up. Uh, somebody grab Congress, Congressman Carson a chair. Come on. 
Yeah, we live. Come on. It's a black, it's a black network. It's a, it's a black network. Just stay, just stand right behind us. Stand over. That's good. But again, though, so the, the problem we have, you good? Stay right there. Listen, Mustafa. The problem, the fundamental problem we have is if Petersburg, the sister would have won mm -hmm. if that was 33% turnout. It was 32. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that when we, we turn out our numbers, we sweep elections. We simply not turn yeah, out our no, numbers. Yeah, that's true. To Sir yeah. Michael's point about the other minorities outside of the African-American community, the GOP has done a great job on messaging. All they say is the word socialism. Yep. And that, and that, that works with them. They don't have to do anything else. They don't talk about any right. Obamacare. They don't talk because about anything Because if you come from else. Venezuela, right. you come yeah, from yeah. these countries, mm -hmm. you know here's socialism. You're like, yo! Exactly. Oh, my goodness. That's it. I ain't yeah. trying to hear that. Yep. Right. So, yep. absolutely. Cubans. Absolutely. I, I would also add to that, I also think that there is a component of religious conservatism that, that resonates very well with some of those other uh, groups. And many African Americans are conservative. One issue. Also. One issue. Well, yeah. The reason I don't say religious conservatism, no, because it's one issue. It's abortion. Because mm -hmm. here's the whole deal. The same Catholic Church is ardently opposed to the death penalty. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how folks skip that one. Right. But they tout... The Catholic yeah, Church. but that's a big deal, though, no, no, rolling no, no, my no. point for some of the other minority no, no, I groups. I understand that, but, but, but I'm making a point here. I'm saying th those are people who ain't pro-life. they anti-abortion. Because they love talking about the Catholic Church's position on abortion, mm -hmm. but they never talk about the Catholic Church's position on the death penalty. Yep. Yeah. Let's also think about this whole point of white supremacy. Let's also be real about the fact that there are components, particularly if you look at within the Latino population, for yes. example, that the aspiration is to pass for white. Let's just be real about that. And so there is a desire to uphold white supremacy. And they see that as a way that they can sort of move over to this sort of right-leaning um, political stance so yeah. that they can be favored by the white majority. So when you talk about, when you talk about uh, the nation becoming a majority nation, majority of people of color, I go, mm, pump the brakes because how many of those Latinos we identify as white Hispanic? Right. right. Yeah. And, I mean, and they literally are changing the rules. I mean, uh, yep. Texas did that, right? They, I mean, they're literally changing what, what it takes to qualify as white because they don't want us to be seen as the majority. Well, because 61% of Texas right now are uh, minority, but well, 61% of the people who vote in Texas are white. Yeah. Mm. So, again, if you use your numbers, elections. And a growing number, I, I should add, I was just reading a study about this, I think from either Harvard or MIT a couple weeks ago, a growing number of ethnically or demographically background Latinos are identifying as white Latinos. We've right. seen a trend. Yeah. Right. So that's why when, you know, we talk yeah. a lot about diversity, I always, I'm very skeptical of that word because and they how can we all, categorize yeah, because people. They, because, they, because if you can, look, the phrase white is right. Bottom, bottom line is, if you, they're like, man, I ain't trying to identify with them. <laughs> if I can identify with the white folks, I'm good. No, that's just, that's Seriously. real. Yeah. 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 And we got to deal with the fact that you, racism comes from those countries as well. Being, Absolutely. Being in the DEI field, the only time they would count themselves as minorities is for those numbers. Yeah. So, okay, you're a minority today because we want to say we have 26%, sure, but these sure. are white passing Latinos mm -hmm. at these mm -hmm. companies yeah. and, 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 and people who associate with whiteness, mm -hmm. right? But when they want to get their numbers up, okay, but you know, we are very diverse in this company because we have this many, right? So, it, it, I mean, they play that game very well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah okay, all right. Uh, you keep doing that here. They, they, I'm, I'm gonna start calling people out. Uh, that's why, when I, that's why, when, that's why when I sit meetings, uh, they be like, uh, well, you know, Roland, can you, can you sit Menard? No, I say black. Mm -hmm. I tell, I was, in, I was in one meeting, uh, it was a school choice meeting, 
And this one guy, he was Hispanic, he goes, you know, I keep hearing uh, black, black, you know, I'm Latino. I said, hey, man, you are more than welcome to launch school choice is the Latino choice. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm here for black people. I said, I'm here for black people first. Then the rest of y'all can do what y'all want to do. Roll here for black people. And literally, it was about 30 folk in the room. It was two black people, one Latino dude, and everybody else was white. I said, I want everybody else Roll here for black people. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them all in the room. You mean you weren't there for people of color? Hell no. <laughs> I I I listen, it's some shit I don't use. I don't use no BIPOC. I don't use that bullshit BIPOC. Oh my God. Yeah, no. I don't even know what the hell that even means. I can't even. I don't use BIPOC. I don't use people of color. Uh, I used to say black and minorities. Uh, I don't even put us in the minority category. I put black, everybody else in the minority category. Do you category. like black and brown? Huh? Do you like black and brown? I might use black and brown depending upon what part of the country I'm in. Because <laughs> I ain't saying black and brown in Florida. Hmm. Now, I do know black, there's some black, black and brown coalitions, but even, um, even with that, I, 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 was, I, saw, I covered the battles between African-American and Latinos who came to power in Houston. But and look at the Los the Angeles. Police department, fire department, was happening in Los Angeles. Yep, you covered And all that. of that. And so people have to understand, uh, again, I go back to power. I go back to power. And what I keep saying to black people is if you look at numbers, in many ways, Latinos have demographic numbers, mm -hmm. but right. they are not registered. Right. Our problem is we got the numbers, and in some cases, we're registered, we simply don't turn out. So that's how I look at it as well. All right, hold on one second, y'all. We've come back our Marketplace segment. Black-owned golf equipment company. That's right. It actually is real. Michael, you brought me some Titleist Pro V1s. These brothers got their own golf balls as well. We'll talk to them next right here on Rolling Martin Unfiltered. Uh, yep, it's my 55th birthday. We're hanging out, having a good time. Uh, and so uh, we, of course, uh, yo, is Lynette here with the food? Good, because I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, so we, we, we yo, so we wait a minute. We were sitting there talking about, we were sitting there talking about uh, all these old fronting folks because of minority. You know, the moment I, the moment I, every time I think about that, all I think about is sitting here jamming uh, MC Breed. Ain't no future in your fronting. Every single time. That's how I think about it. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. Rolling Martin on the Filter, the Black Star Network. Hey, today is the one day of the year. We all pretend you are the favorite child. Enjoy. Love you, big brother. Happy birthday. I'm Dee Barnes, and next on The Frequency, we have Brio, performance artist and author, writer, singer, and composer, Queen Mother, Nana Camille Yarbrough. Please join us for an incredible conversation with knowledge, wisdom, and power of the elders. I'm a perception changer. You're a rearranger. You're a mind evolver and a problem solver. You're a beast eater, a soul excreter, a void filler and a bile spiller. You are a thought warmer, a plan former, a power orchestrator, and a tongue translator. Right here on the Frequency on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, inflation is on the rise. Interest rates are high. Can you still thrive during these uncertain times? On the next Get Wealthy, you're gonna meet a woman who's done just that, living proof of what you need to do to flourish during these uncertain times. These are times where you take advantage 
of what's going on. This is how people get rich or richer. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Happy birthday, Uncle Roro. I know you're gonna come for my hair, but I'm studying for finals, so I get a pass. I don't wanna hear, comb your hair. I don't wanna hear about being ashy. And if you're so concerned about everybody being ashy, I'll give you some lotion for Christmas. So have a great day. Don't be rude to people. Play your music loud. Do your little Scorpio thing. But whatever. Have a good day, Rockhead Uncle. Atlanta-based company is the first ever black-owned company, folks, to come out with their own line of pre premium uh, golf balls, actually conforming to the rules of golf uh, established by the United States Golf Association. The Renegade MBU is a three-piece TPU golf ball. It offers a premium performance at a lower price than many of its competitors. The ball is designed for all golfers. Joining from Atlanta is Kenneth Duncan, CEO of the Renegade Golf Company. Kenneth, glad to have you here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. So uh, I got the golf balls right here, Kenneth. So why did y'all decide uh, to do these? We're talking about an extremely competitive uh, field. Golfers are real particular about their golf balls. Yeah, 100%. Well, first off, happy birthday. I know we jumped right into the question, but I had to start off. Happy birthday, um, Brother Martin. It's, it's great to be on the show. Oh, I'm um, sorry. He's an alpha? Oh, my, Michael. I'm, Michael. I mean... Michael, you know, I mean, Michael, I mean, every time we got some major happening, Michael, 95% of the time, it's an alpha. I mean, Michael, literally, I didn't even know he was a brother. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You okay? Michael, Michael, you want to touch an alpha golf ball? Michael, you want to touch an alpha golf ball? You know, you know, you and I will take free golf balls anytime, but... I'm a, you know, I'm a proud Omega man. However, you know, and it's unfair when you mess with me, you know my other grandfather was an alpha. 
So it's right. very difficult. So somebody in your family has some sense. Well, my other grandfather was a Q. So I one of your family members had some sense. You know, it's so unfair when you you hit me with that. See, but, Kenneth, Kenneth, it it dropped Michael. You know, he 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 a Q. Scott Bolden, he a Kappa. Uh, um, uh, that boy from Detroit, that boy. Uh, Michael, <laughs> he a Sigma. That I mean, I ain't never had an iota on the show. Uh, so, you know, they, they got, you know, they, they got performance issues. But go ahead, yeah. Kenneth, go ahead and talk oh about God. Go ahead and talk about Because you're, you there are no performance issues with y'all golf ball. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, but the one issue that does exist in golf is that golf has traditionally been a very expensive game. You know, I think when... When I found the company at 26 years old, there weren't a lot of 26-year-old black men playing golf anywhere around me, none of my friends at least. So I think when looking at founding Renegade Golf, I'm looking for a company that's more affordable, that's more accessible, that brings the game of golf to a demographic that traditionally thought they weren't a part of the game. Um, uh, and golf is yep. such a great avenue to do so because you got to have them to play. You know, you can't play around yeah. golf without balls. So if there's one thing you need, it's clubs and balls. And I, and I think that this is an avenue... That, that we got into knowing there was competition, but knowing that there's a market for you know, what we bring. So you say Renegade defied the status quo. Uh, first of all, how to you with the name? So ironically, my line name is Renegade. So, you know, Fall 13 is Ada Pi, line name Renegade, but that wasn't the case. I think when we looked at how we wanted to build the company, we wanted to be a disruptor. I think we wanted to do something different in the space. We're so used to people telling us that Titleist exists, TaylorMade exists. These companies, they are there. But they're not doing what we seek to do in the game, uh -huh. bringing in a new base of players that may not be there currently today. So I think when I think of the name Renegade, the, the symbol actually itself, this arm, uh, my sister designed it, actually, it's the anarchy symbol. So we're, we're bringing chaos into the sport. Um, we're, we're doing it respectfully, but bringing a, a type of golfer that may not have existed previously and bringing a product at a price point that people can't ignore. Questions from the panel. Let's see. Uh, I'll start with the Alpha Mustafa. <laughs> Brother, congratulations on everything that you're doing. Uh, for most golfers, it is about accuracy and is also about distance. Can you talk a little bit about the technology that went into what you've designed? Yeah. So, so that's the first question everybody gives us. You know, how does this ball compare to Pro B work? It's almost like I don't even say that the golf ball's name. Question. Um, the golf ball is a three-piece TPU. Um, it's 85 core compression. So it's a type of ball designed for a high-level play, also one that can be enjoyed by, you know, your regular everyday golfer with a, with a swing speed. Um, some of our commentary was like, you know, I just, the ball might be too too good for me right now. I'm not that kind of player. So we have two golf balls. You know, we have our Embu. Um, Embu is an Igbo word, meaning first of a kind, first of its line. I'm um, going back to Nigerian roots. And we have our Embu Black. The Embu Black is slightly softer. Both of them have a high cover, um, high uh, high premium cover to them, but they kind of give two different options depending on the type of golf we're, we're talking to. All right, let's see here. Shamaka, go ahead. I like golf, so I have a question for you. How have you guys been able to, to maintain lowering your overhead cost while including that technology that he talked about because golf balls are expensive? And then two, how do you plan to disrupt this highly competitive market? Yeah, so, so some of it, you know, honestly comes with scale. You know, I think that early on you may have to take a margin cut. I tell a lot of business people that ask me for advice, sometimes being a little bit lower price means you might have slightly lower margins than other companies do. But but our big goal and our target wasn't to make the most money possible, it was to make the most impact possible. So we brought a golf ball. We were very firm on being in the mid $30 price point because it doesn't necessarily bump up to the other premium balls that are in the marketplace. So we've felt staunch on that. You know, maybe the margins aren't maybe where they'll be in the future, 
but we have a very core and loyal base of fans who love this ball at this price point. They love the ability to kind of grab it at you know, discounts and deals that we offer, and it makes them feel that it's something that they can kind of grow into and replace their previous ball. And you know, as far as keeping that price down, I mean, I think we, we always look for the best ways to optimize our supply chain. You know, I think a lot of business is finding ways to optimize, optimize things, you know, whether it be uh, reducing costs with shipping, whether it be finding um, different distribution channels. Uh, we're looking at new manufacturers and suppliers always. That's a big part of being a CEO of a company is just finding ways to improve, find efficiency and effectiveness gains while still providing a premium product. Mike? Well, you, first, congratulations on uh, on your great work, and I hope things go well. The, we do have an Omega ball, by the way. I got to throw it out there. We have an Omega. <laughs> you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's what those that that, that's, that's what those with low low swing speed uh, and uh, short knockers. <laughs> oh my goodness! At any rate, Kev, um, <laughs> when you are you competing with kind of do you sell your balls online or first where do you sell them? unless online, of course. And are you competing with Vice? And then also that Kirkland ball that Costco claims is just like a premium ball, or- That's why Tyler sued him. That's, yeah, well, exactly. Or are you trying to grow to the bump up against and compete with the premium ball? To be honest with you, we compete directly with Pro V1 because that's the question that every golfer is going to ask when they evaluate our golf ball. I think the perception from a black owned brand is that it can't be at that same level, that same quality. So, you know, maybe unintentionally, we directly compete with, with the Pro V1. I mean, that's the question. That's the gold standard. And we stand behind our product at being a high quality. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from what Vice has done in the golf space. You no know, Vice, Cut, and Snell have taken a direct consumer model and grown and scaled that to something that is a viable selling channel. Um, but we also distribute in brick and mortar as well as um, other e-com options. So we're available on golfballs.com. That's the world's largest golf ball retail site. Also available brick and mortar. I heard somebody was from Detroit at Carl's Golfland in Detroit. They also sell online. And we have a large number of golf courses we've expanded our distribution to. So we're not only taking the approach that we have to be an online company. You know, I think in the next few months, we'll look to expand to over 100 courses. And in doing that, the option will be available for people to pick up our golf ball um, wherever they are across the country. In fact, you know, rolling the studios in D.C., we're at Langston Golf Course, historic golf course in D.C., well, we've sold out that course already because people wanted the ball locally. Um, so we don't have to subscribe just to the D2C model, but we have learned a lot. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. and doing so. Randy. Oh, excuse me one second, Randy, I'm sorry. Where are you based, Kev? We're based in Atlanta, Georgia. Gotcha, well, good luck. Thank you for answering the question. I'm just so impressed with what you're doing. Congratulations. Um, are you working on any partnerships? I was just reading how Steph Curry is uh, sponsoring the golf team at Howard and they're doing very well. Have you ever considered like trying to partner with him and get them to use your product? Absolutely. You know, we're, we're very open to sponsorships and, and, and our collaborations and different partnerships across the board. I think that a lot of times the industry gets frozen because everybody's tied to contracts. So we so frequently hear, oh, we're a Callaway school or, oh, we're a Titleist golf shop. So it can be very difficult transparently to start to build those partnerships. I know Steph works very closely with Callaway. Yep. So the idea of him working with our golf ball may be a conflict of interest. Um, but we do have a lot of energy and effort behind our um, supporting HBCUs. Um, Southern Golf, um, Southern University has their golf program back for the first time in many years. Um, we provide golf balls to Southern University. Um, based in Atlanta, you know, we're hoping to bring a golf program to Morris Brown in the next handful of years, as well as Clark having a program soon. So we'll look to have a partnership similar to what Steph has done at Howard within the AUC. So we see some of those partnerships that exist as a blueprint example for what we can do in our community locally in Atlanta. And I think that, you know, Steph has been one of my, you know, the, the shining star for what is possible in the golf space. Um, but, you know, we'll see if a partnership happens there. Davis. So I have to admit, I am not a golfer, uh, but I am an entrepreneur. Okay. And I heard you at the very beginning say that you were looking to expand the market. That's one of your marketing strategies here to get someone to buy your product as opposed to your competitors. Uh, with that said, you know, what are your ideas? What are you planning to do to get more people swinging a golf club like me? I think that one of the easiest ways to get people into golf is bringing them to non-traditional golf settings, honestly. So if you think about the rise of Top Golf and how people have embraced that as a social atmosphere, I think that doing that within the Top Golf setting, but also, you know, we have so many ideas we can't wait to bring to the Atlanta area, um, pain and sip, sip and stroke. So instead of, you know, sipping and painting, you're sipping and playing golf. You know, Trap Golf is a really popular golf company. The idea of embracing trap music with the golf um, you know, kind of creating more of a networking feel to it and also reaching directly to colleges and universities that have young professionals who are looking to kind of come out and discover golf, whether they're lawyers, doctors, et cetera. So there's a lot of ways to expand the base of the people in the sport. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's not cheap to build a new market. So I think we have to be very patient and very diligent to do so. And maybe we've relied on current golfers today, but we welcome people like yourself. Like we want to see how do we bring people who maybe have an interest in the game but have never played into the space to play. <coughs> All right, then. Well, listen, Fred, uh, congratulations. Uh, I, I'm always playing. I didn't play today, but trust me, I'll be out tomorrow. And so I'll, I'll test them out. I'll see how they spin and see how they work uh, on the greens. Uh, uh, unlike uh, these other little uh, youth group dudes, uh, I know how to play. <laughs> My I heard you were 
Right, you were in our backyard a couple months ago playing at um up in up in Swanee, Georgia. I saw oh, you. Oh yeah. Boy. Oh yeah. So you know, uh, I think uh, when I played that, I think I shot an eighty-one. Uh, so it was okay. it was an off day. You hear so that? You give me stroke. You hear that? Give me a couple. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, now I go out there and play. I give Michael a stroke. I was about to say I got to give you okay. a couple of your. No, I give you a stroke. <laughs> I ain't giving you strokes. Uh, so <laughs> where can folks get Renegade Golf Ball? You can get Renegade Golf Ball online at renegade.golf. That's our direct website. Also, golfballs.com, the world's largest golf ball retailer in Carl's Golfland as well. And check out your local golf course. If they're not there now, reach out to them and tell them you want them to be there. That's the best way for us to get them directly to you closely. Um, so check us out on our social media here as well. All right, fam. So everybody who's out there, listen, use the promo code ROLAND, R-O-L-A-N-D. Uh, I want y'all to uh, buy a lot of these. They'll, they'll get back to us. Uh, want to know how many did we move in a week. So if you want to buy uh, the Renegade Golf Balls, uh, black-owned company, do so. Trust me, y'all out there, you're buying Tylus, you're buying Vice, you're buying Kirkling, you're buying uh, Top Flight, you're buying all of the different balls. Now you an opportunity to support a black-owned company, uh, the Renegade Golf Balls. And so uh, definitely go to the site. Again, use the promo code ROLAND, R-O-L-A-N-D. Brad, thanks a lot. Thank you. Happy birthday. Appreciate it, Frat. Thanks a bunch. What's all that? What? 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 Michael, we're doing a TV show. Michael, what do you do? What do you do? Michael, what do you do? What do you do? We're just trying to talk about current events and politics. What do you do? Entrepreneurship. I'm sorry, what? Kenneth, go ahead and do it again. Go ahead and do it again. Go ahead and throw it up again. Go ahead. I mean, I know he Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And is that is that is that an alpha cup you got too? Uh, go it's not a, it's a great alpha head. If you want to get one, Burning that, Sands is a great company. Alpha owned company as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, burning uh, hyphen sands.com. Right. Yep. Yeah. You okay, Michael? Okay. All right. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, y'all, that's it for us. Uh, I know. I, we always do this here. Uh, so, uh, Michael, he'll get over it. He'll get over it. I mean, you know, he ain't had a grades. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. M matter of fact, since Michael's sitting here, do me, uh, do me, uh, hey, Erica, come here. Give, bring me that, bring me that, bring me that, uh, come here. Come here, Erica. Erica, bring me that right now, right there. Bring me that thing right up there. Bring that, yeah, yeah, grab that for me. Oh, Lord. Oh, my grab that God. for me since you're talking all this oh, damn trash, Michael. So, so, you know, when I spoke, oh, Michael, you know, when I spoke, God. when I spoke, Michael, uh, uh, in Birmingham, uh, they said they want to present me with something. Uh, and so uh, they did. And so. Um, what they bring like uh, award show. Uh, absolutely. Neonta, uh, uh, just hand it right over there, right over there. So uh, Neonta, I want him to touch it so he can feel oh, no, it. No, no. So go ahead. So, so yeah, no, Mike, so Mike, I just want yeah, I, I, I just want you to go ahead and see. First of all, see the, see the quality of this, Michael. See, hold it for your grandfather. Hold it for your grandfather. Hold it for your grandfather. For get, my grandfather. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right here. Right, that camera right here. Get a good shot right there. Matter of fact, I need you to see his face. So just so he understand that. Uh, Kongs and Bobby Scott, fellow Alpha, come in here. Come here. Kongs, we got a little maker over here. You know, he, uh, he upset. How are you, my friend? He upset. He upset. That's right. Go ahead. Mike, go. No, just stand behind Michael. Stand right behind Michael. We're going to stand right here. So look at that camera right there. Look at that camera right there. So, Michael, Michael, on three, say, who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? 
That's how we do it. All right, y'all, that's it. Let me thank everybody for being on today's show. Uh, it's been fantastic. We're about to turn the music up. Uh, the food is here. Uh, that's called the flyaway sign. Uh, the food is here. Uh, so uh, looking forward to it. I appreciate it, Fred. Thanks a lot. Congresswoman Crockett came by. I don't know where Congressman Carson go. He's still here? Yeah, he was here. Like, where you go? So, all right. So, we're going to see him in a second. So, y'all, don't forget, support us in what we do. Join our Bring the Funk fan club. See your check-in money order. P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. All right, folks, that's it. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Right here on Rolling Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Michael, you know Alpha's rule. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Holla! Hey there. We just wanted to wish you, my big brother, a very, very happy birthday. Happy on birthday. November 14th. Um, we're just sending you blessings and good wishes for um, another year and just praying God's best over you. Absolutely. Um Hoping everything goes well for you, and I know that uh, Jackie's got big plans for you, so mm-hmm. happy to hear about that after it's all done, and uh, just want you to know we love you, and we're proud of you, and look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care. We love you. Celebrate well. Happy, happy birthday, Uncle Roro. We love you. Have a good day, BK. Happy birthday, Roland. I hope you're having a great day. You deserve it all. Shout out to the ultimate alpha man. Thank you for everything that you do day in and day out for the black community. We love you. We appreciate you. You are a legend. And I hope you enjoy your day. Sending you all the love and light. Happy 55th birthday, BAMX. And for those who don't know what that stands for, that's Black American Express card because wherever he goes, he just gets a pass and takes us in with him. Anyway, I hope that you have the best birthday ever and that your next 55 years are even more successful and more prosperous and more blessed than your first 55 years. Happy birthday, Bama. Roland, happy birthday, bruh. You know, congratulations on uh, another year of, of, of hard work. Hopefully you're enjoying your birthday. I want to thank you for all the work you do on behalf of the black community. Your support is has a, a tremendous impact on everything that happens, particularly being uh, attention and justice in this country. I also want to personally thank you for all your support along my journey in terms of learning more about how, you know, television and all the other uh, details that come along with it. But lastly, congratulations on, on epitomizing what it means to be an alpha man. Manly D's scholarship of love for all mankind. Once again, congratulations. I wish you all the best. Oh, six. Happy birthday, Roland. I hope you have a great birthday and a wonderful year. Thank you for allowing me to have the opportunity to come on your show. It's been really a pleasure to talk with you and others about the importance of elevating Black voices and making sure Black people stay involved in the political process. So thank you again. Thank you for being a champion for us. And I hope you have a great birthday. 55. What a great feat to reach. If you want to start looking young, Incorporate mayonnaise in your diet and do your squats. No, really. All jokes aside, I wish you many, many more years of keeping it real, great laughs, and doing the hard work for our community. From your favorite millennial, happy birthday, Roland. Uncle Roro, 
It's your big day, big five five. And man, I just uh, wish I could be there in person to really celebrate you. But I have to send this personal video to just say happy birthday. And, um, you know, just thanking God for your life and just praying that you just continue to walk in purpose and continue just doing and being who you are. Um, I, I just thank you consistently for taking a chance with me and, you know, allowing me to be a part of what you are building at Black Star Network and with RMU, um, just just something that is special and very much needed for just this society, this world overall, specifically for our people and the fight that you continue to put press on and push forward. So thank you for being you. Thank you for taking chances and pouring into the communities that mean so much to you and being on the ground. There's so many people that talk about the work, but you really truly do the work and you love it, every aspect of it. So we honor you, we celebrate you, we love you, and we just pray that you just continue to move forward in abundance and just knowing that you're, the work that you're doing is greater than yourself uh, and you are called to do this. So happy birthday, Big Five Five. Shout out to you, Uncle Roro. Hey, brother, what's up, Roland? I uh, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday and uh, you're enjoying your special day. Peace. It's your man, Joe Richardson from from the West Side, where, where our funk is the best coming from the West. Wishing happy birthday to Roland. Um, uh, have a good one. Uh, you know, you're going to eat sugar on your grits anyway. So I was getting ready to say you can, but I know that you already do. But in any event, we'll be thinking of you. Sorry we can't be in D.C. Uh, stay strong. Peace out. Roland Martin, I really wanted to do a skit of you and that iPad, that lethal iPad, because, honey, when you bring it out, you about to read somebody down to the gates of Hades, and I'm just over here clutching my pearls like, I hope they have their facts right. But anyhow, I did not have time to do that. I wanted to make sure I stopped by to first and foremost say thank you. Thank you, Roland. Thank you for being our generation's witness for our community. You show up, you pull up, you report on facts, you have history, and you hold people to that standard whenever they are on RMU. And I am just so grateful to you for that. Thank you for platforming me, my ideas, my expertise, and all the other women that you also platform. You are such a foundational piece to our community. And I'm just happy to know you and to be part of this family. And I know this is a birthday message, so let me get to that. Happy birthday, Roland. I know it is not your fault that you could not be born a Sagittarius. You almost made it though. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.